Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 603, titled Wings Game of the Year. This is the show about gaming, Xbox, and anything else that uh, we feel like talking about in any particular moment. Uh, real quick, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox, and opinions and views expressed in the show do not microsoft i am rob one of your fine hosts for today also known as presar on xbox live not xbox network lowercase n but on xbox live uh and with me as always i got two of the most awesomest hosts in the world first uh there's mark hey everybody this is mark aka wingman 709 and bro hello everybody bj swick 33 and just so you guys know, that was not necessarily in order of favoritness or anything like that. It was just <laughs> random. So, Rob, you're just an FYI. You're like fading in and out. Oh, your your audio. I, I, I need to have better microphone discipline. Presence. I I need to eat my microphone as opposed to eat the pizza that's in front of me. Exactly. Well, yes. Eat, eat, eat dinner on your own time, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> this yeah, is company say your, time. Say yes. Yeah, say your two games and then eat while we talk about our 10, 15. For the next, yeah, for the next hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, make sure I mute myself. Otherwise, everybody will hear munching. But uh, I, I will say I don't blame you for eating what you got because I know what you're eating. And it's like one of the greatest things ever. And I'm jealous and want one now. And And the thing is. That is like way more pizza than a person can eat. Oh, yeah. So I think there's going to be three quarters of it that's going to be left. And who knows? Maybe I'll just throw it out. No, no, it's good leftover. <laughs> Heat it in the <laughs> oven, it for, put it at 350 for about 10 minutes, and it's nice. It's good again. So hmm. don't waste that. Yeah, it's sacrilege. Oh, is your son not with you this weekend? Yeah, he's not. Well, he's not with me tonight. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a big pizza for you. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> what I was. One, one slice, one slice will fill you. <laughs> oh, totally. And I had a late lunch, early dinner around, I don't know, around five o'clock. So this is um, actually, yeah, what we're talking about is Papa Murphy's pizza, which um, I was uh, in Southern Wisconsin today happened upon one where i was at and there's none here in illinois that, at least that i know of. but uh they gotta be there man i'm you know I don't I'm, think so. I'm pretty sure they are i i'd swear we had i who knows you know chicago pizza is so big that maybe they don't but i thought we i thought we got them when we were there when i was living out mm -hmm. there but um yeah it's i i get that all that fact we had my family had that pizza this week early in the week we actually had that um so i love it it's the chicago stuffed pizza is what it is at papa murphy's it's great mm -hmm. so if you got them that's a take and bake so you you order it they make it fresh and you take it home and then you bake it so and it oh <laughs> so good well actually here I'm, i pulled up illinois yeah and there are a number of them the majority are, are not in chicago area yeah. There's only 
one, and that's in Woodstock. I don't know if you remember where that is. Oh, yeah. That is. Remember where we used to go play um, with the land parties up in Crystal Lake? Yep. It is northwest of the next city northwest of that. Yeah. The rest are all like Springfield, Quincy, Moline, Normal, Peoria. All right. But moving on. (laughs) But anyway, everybody's hungry. Yeah, I, I was looking it up, and it's like we have one. There's one in Columbus, but it says permanently closed. Oh, jeez, it's such a good place. So, yeah, actually, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see uh, Ohio at all on the list. So that that explains. Actually, so they they have a uh, wow, they have a map of the United States. And they're everywhere except the Northeast. So starting from Ohio and going east and north, there's nothing there. They're in Alaska and Hawaii. So they are. <laughs> Hawaii and Alaska have one, and Ohio doesn't. There. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> Get on that, bro. At one point. <laughs> well, the, I mean, it was there. It, it, yeah. Yeah, if you go to their website, um, you can click the own a store. Um, option you know have like txl in front uh, on the window <laughs> who knows but so anyway rob it's it's april and uh i think we got a new announcement right for game pass game of the month yes yes we do so uh for the month of march we had Wreckfest as uh the game of the month and uh yeah, the other day we actually had uh, uh, a number of folks hop on on Friday, and we got some gaming in, which was a lot of fun. That was, that was awesome, dude. That was so much fun. Crew. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't think I laughed so hard for mm-hmm. in a long time as we did that night. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, you know, with everything, you know, eventually things must come to an end. So Wreckfest has left. The TXL Game Pass Game of the Month pedestal and replacing it for the month of April is Outriders. I'm sure that everybody has uh, probably heard of the game. It's not Outsiders. It's Outriders. Isn't Outsiders that book that we all read read in uh, grade school? Yeah. 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 The Outsiders? Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, Outriders, so play it through the month of April, and then we will talk about it uh, at the end of the month. Oh, we're going to talk about it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, this is going to be this one's not going to be able to wait till the end of the month. This is going to be a yeah. <laughs> a weekly nope. discussion. Must must wait until the end of the month. Nope, <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah. I won't yeah. give spoilers, but yeah, we got to get uh, the community's. Uh, opinion on wreckfest yeah throw that out in the, oh, in the facebook I, group I, yeah well i i goofed that one up i just i just remembered that we didn't do that i need so, to make the i'll make the change on our page for the game and uh yeah i'll take care of that yeah we'll set up a thread and talk about it next week because uh i'm sure a lot of folks are probably uh maybe still playing wreckfest who knows actually no <laughs> it's april 1st 
probably nobody's playing Rockfest or much of anything else. Well, we do have a couple comments that people made, but mm-hmm. um, so Chris said, I absolutely love Rockfest. I think it may get overshadowed by Dirt 5 this month, but you shouldn't sleep on this. I'll go as far to say this could be the most fun I've had in a driving game, and I've played the lot, I'm pretty sure. The destruction is quite simply epic. The game is packed full of moments of pure carnage, adrenaline pumped, near misses, and photo finish heroic comebacks. I've lost count of the times I thought my race was over, but somehow managed to pull my sardine tin can looking car over the line. This this game is about race battles, not just for first, but to get that one place ahead of someone who done the dirty on you the lap before. I finished 15th before and celebrated more than any first place victory. The sound and music in this game is understated, but perfectly suited. I think they call it soft metal. I'm no expert in that field, but some great tunes, though, for sure. Breakfast took me by surprise and shocked me, but my heart hasn't slowed down since. Brilliant game. Um, And then Ben replied, I agree. I could race all night on that Hellrider map. The others are not as good, but fun enough. Wish it had 60 frame option, though, which uh, I think is now out. I think that's been released. Um, Scott said, I love the game. One piece of advice, if you're really struggling to beat a certain race or challenge to progress, I found that it's best to play with damage on realistic. This may sound counterproductive, but I found that the the NPC cars drive so aggressively that they tend to wreck each other and themselves. (laughs) Of course, you have to be careful because you can easily wreck as well, but that's what worked for me so I could keep moving along, unlocking things. And as a bonus, the damage in this game is pretty awesome. Everett said, totally agree. This game is fun, and I usually don't play racing games. So that's that's what we've got from the community. So all right. So what does that lead us to, Rob? Come on, I'm eating. <laughs> okay, Jeez, so master, keep talking. Oh I, no, silence, silence. <laughs> so right, the good so, are you gonna do it or are you gonna go back to eating? What do you make up your mind? <laughs> let me finish at least what I got in my mouth right now. <laughs> you go. So okay, so uh that leads us into April. Today is uh April first. Uh and this of course is not an April Fool's joke, but we have selected Outriders. Yes, is the game of the month. And it is a Game Pass title, so absolutely free. Um, and everybody needs to be playing this period. So that is the new game. I will be posting up a link uh, right uh, as we're recording this in our Facebook group so everybody can see. But there you go. All right. So, Brun, why don't you start us off? We're going to let Rob eat for a while. Why don't you tell us what okay. you've been playing this week? <laughs> All right, so uh, got a new PC, so I was like, time to install a bunch of games I've wanted to play that just wouldn't perform, <laughs> or I wanted to see they're like games I like to play, and I was just like, I can't wait to see what this looks like now. Um, so on PC this week, I played Hell Let Loose, a uh, fun game, uh, more War Thunder. Busted out Microsoft Flight Simulator, um, which runs way better than it did on my old machine. Um, And then, of course, um, played uh, Rickfest 
on Friday. I played some NHL 20 yesterday, and I played some Battlefield 5. And then I just started up Outriders. I'm basically where we just landed, and I'm getting ready to do, like, the gun training again. Um, So, which I'm kind of skipping through a lot of stuff because I've already played all that part. Um, But that's basically everything I've played. So, real, real quick, though, like... This week I posted a couple times like I was going live on on Twitch because I'm capable of streaming again. Um, went live on Twitch a couple days ago, um, and then like today I tried a multi-stream, so I was like streaming to Facebook and Twitch. Um, I'm not going to post in the group like when I go live. I just did it a couple times to see, uh, you know, if anybody wants to go out there and give me a follow and stuff. That's great. It's BJ Swick 33. Like everything else that I'm on. Um, but you can come and hang out. And then I was even thinking about maybe trying to get the um, TXL info from you guys to maybe stream from TXL. Cause I know it's kind of dormant right now, but that, that site was already, you know, we already had that account affiliated. Um, but I'm like two follows short and, and just have to have some people come and hang out while I stream. And I'm streaming like an hour a night, something like that. So, um, but playing a variety of games, I'm waiting for, to do Flight Simulator, which is going to be like me taking off and then turning on autopilot and then maybe just hanging out with people um, while I do that. So, but uh, no, that's about it. What about you? So I played a game um, that I had a long time ago and I, I get I started and never really did much with it. And I was watching. uh I don't even remember what I was watching this week, but somebody had made a comment about Warhammer Chaos Bane. And, and I was like, and that it was kind of like a Diablo style of game, you know? And I was like, what, how did I miss that? And I went and grabbed it. And, um, I, I, this is in, I believe this is in game pass at the moment, or I already owned it. I don't remember, but, um, I've actually finished that game. I actually played a lot of it this week. Um, it's not, it's nowhere near as good as Diablo, but, um, it, it does, you know, it's that type of game. So, um, you know, if you like it, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, uh, definitely nowhere near a quality of a Diablo, but, um, it was all right. Game looked really good. Um, and they had some pretty cool, um, uh, powers and weapons and stuff like that. So I did enjoy it. Um, also, of course, played some Gems of War. We still have a guild there. If anyone wants to get in, just reach out to me and let me know. Um, uh, Rob and I played earlier in the week. It takes two. And um, that was so much fun. I'm crazy. I, I can't wait to play more of this, Rob. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping we can do more of it this weekend. Yes. This game is gorgeous. I mean, absolutely gorgeous game the environments are really cool the story actually is really neat um the the co-op is fantastic it's and 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 they've like (laughs) done stuff that i mean we've never seen before in games yep and i've played their previous title um a way out and that's it's just like this it's split screen co-op and that was really good i really enjoyed that but this one's even better like this is 
man, they've done a fantastic job. Um, it, and I'll tell you what, man, that part with the, uh, where I had to nail that, the arm of the robot and we're on that board the and it's, vacuum. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, that yeah, was sucked. It, uh, no, it wasn't the, no, the, but not the vacuum. And this was the toolbox. Oh Remember? yeah, that's right. The toolbox mm-hmm. we were battling. So yeah, no, the battle with the vacuum was fun. Um, just, it, it was such, this game is so amazing. I, I, it's just really, really well done. Like this, this thing's got so much polish on it. And I mean, it just worked and, you know, I don't think we had any kind of issues. No problem. Um, yeah. And the puzzles there's are no, there's no like lag time either. I mean, you are literally like from one chaotic situation kind of almost into another, you, you know, it's, yeah. There's, there's no downtime, no like slowness, no like let me take a breather. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, even the transitions between are extremely exciting. Like in between your main battles or whatever, just like, you know, shooting through those vacuum hoses and just flying through the air and trying to land in the next one and it's just like, oh man, what a what a fantastic game. Um, interestingly enough though, we played for what, two hours and I didn't get a single achievement. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to be, you know, I know these, this game tends to, these guys tend to like to make people go do extra stuff for achievements, um, that are, you know, like I think brother of two tail, was it a brother of tale of two brothers, two sons, tale of two sons, brother, yeah, brothers, brothers whatever something that was like the first one like you could play the entire game and complete it and not get an achievement like all the achievements are tied into going off the beaten path and like outside of the main story um now a way out you could get some but there was a lot that were you needed to kind of go do something special like off the beaten path as well so i i have a feeling these guys are doing that with this game as well but i you know that's just for the achievement people it didn't matter to me, man. This game is so much fun. Um, I'll play this through with other people as well. It's it's fantastic. Um, really cool. But um, and then whew, whew, oh my game of the year. It's only it's only well, it was March, right? I got it early. So I'm gonna I'm gonna confess. Um, I don't know if you guys know. Um, I went to New Zealand yesterday and uh I was there for a little bit. I made it back in time for the show. (laughs) I should say my Xbox went to New Zealand. So the show or the game Outriders released uh, at midnight, April 1st, um, Eastern time in the U.S., which was 9 p.m. Pacific time, which is for me. So I just wait till 9 p.m. But then I was here and all these people were like, oh, I just switched my Xbox to New Zealand and I'm playing it now. I'm like, hmm, do I really want to do that? Is there going to be a repercussion? Is that illegal? Is that? I went for it. (laughs) So it was super easy. You just go to your settings and go to location and just say my Xbox is in New Zealand. Uh, And you reset your box. I went into Game Pass installed <laughs> installed outriders and started playing and it worked and then after 9 p.m uh my time that day 
I went back in, changed my location back to U.S., and went back and continued playing the game. <laughs> so, little if you a little tip, I guess, for those that don't want to wait, you can get it a little bit early. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been playing it. I've been playing it with uh, um, Divine and uh, Carbide. We were trying to play that. We were playing last night, and I was playing with Carbide again today, right before we recorded. I'm just having so much fun with this game. And I'll tell you what, if you played the demo, I know at one point in the demo, I was just like, I was world tier five. So their world tiers are kind of their difficulty levels. It goes up to 15 and the world tier. I'll tell you what, this is really, this is really cool. The way they do their difficulty, the world tier continues to go up and you'll see like a bar, like your, like your level like your character level. And you'll see that bar keep moving up as you progress. If you get to a point that you just like keep dying, your world tier will start to go down. And again, as that goes down, it's, it's going to be, you know, the, that's how everything scales in the game for the hardness. Now you also have the option to go in and change your world tier and drop it down to like five and four, but the lower you go, the, the less the rewards are going to be and the, the gear that you end up getting. So you always want to have that as high as you possibly can, but it's interesting how it will actually lower itself um, as you continue to fail. And then it's like, okay, now it's, I guess, low enough that, okay, now I can compete or you'll, you'll go, you'll get some gear. And what I found out is, all right, this is not working. So I'll go in and I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, well, I got this blue gun, but this green one that doesn't have the bonus of, you know, something like, you know, blood leeching or whatever. I can pick a, I can pick a, uh, like a lower graded, uh, like assault rifle, but that does more damage, you know? So it's like, you start messing with your gear and you start looking at your, your equipment that you picked up and trying to maybe make some alterations. And then you can see, okay, this is helping me. Um, I had one today, man, I went in to fight this boss and I was like dead in 20 seconds. It was like, what happened? Like, this is insane. It was so crazy. And so I had to go and I was like, okay, let me try some different. And I was trying different skills to try to figure out what works best in this situation. And, and it worked. I was able to actually get past that boss by myself and I couldn't believe it. It was so much fun. And it's, this game is like just it's exhilarating. It is challenging, um, but like they've amped up the difficulty of the game. So, like I said, I was starting to say, and I got sidetracked myself. It, it, when the demo first came out, I was running around with World Tier Five, like I owned the place. And then a couple of weeks in, they changed it. All of a sudden, I was like, "Man, I'm I'm struggling here at World Tier Five." All of a sudden, what happened? And it was after an update. They actually did an update to that demo. And, uh, so now the real game's out too. And it's just like, I'm in world tier six now. And I, I've, I've, I've seen myself slide up towards seven and then almost all the way back to the bottom of six. And I think right now I'm like right in the middle of t world tier six and, uh, it is difficult. Um, in the game, you definitely are going to want to play with friends. Now the game is a blast by yourself. It absolutely is fun, but it is an absolute co-op dream. Um, in the fact of playing with others, having different and everybody, again, 
I recommend people plays different classes. Um, those classes working together to do things enhances this game beyond anything that I've experienced before. This is truly a gem. I'm really happy with this game. Um, there's a couple things like that they had. They there's still some going into cover or getting out of cover or trying to move. There's still those issues that I'm hoping they will address in the near future. Um, right now, it seems like um, matchmaking doesn't seem to work at all. Um, I can join with friends, uh, but like there was three of us last night playing, and one of one of uh, uh, Divine kept getting kicked out, kept dropping. He couldn't stay in connected to the game. I don't know if that's the game. Don't know if it was on his end. Um, Carbide and I did not have that experience. Um, we didn't have it today, but I was trying to do when I was by myself, I was just like, let's see how the matchmaking works. And it just never worked. Um, it never put me in a game with any, anybody. So does seem like there's some issues there. Doesn't surprise me, um, as the amount of people in the press at this game, you know, the positive reviews that the demo had and the hype for this game and how well it's actually living up to that. I'm sure they're getting slammed right now um, with people installing the game. Plus, it's in Game Pass. So um, a lot of people are probably out there playing this right now. So I do expect some growing pains probably in the first week or two. Um, but I've been able to get in and play. And oh, it's it's so much better than the beta. The worlds I've gone, like getting out of that initial area, the 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 maps and the just what you're seeing uh is you know there's there's towns i've been on the mountains and the snow just there's a big variety of things uh played some really cool side missions that have just been incredibly fun and just just la you know that's just great stuff i just can't i'm just uh still glowing about this game these people can fly square enix you knocked it out of the ballpark. I am so excited for this game. And so far you're living up to what, what you hyped it up to be. Um, and it's, it's nice. It's fun to be able to be playing a game that just, you want to keep playing it and you're excited about it. No. Um, Bron, I know you played. What did yeah, just I mean, just briefly, I did the demo, of course, when when the demo was out. And yeah, I agree with like the the escalation of like the world tiers. You ended up in world tier five at the end of the end of the beta part before you get into the replayability part. Yeah, um, but I think they did that. So you had a chance to see like different weapons and stuff. Um, right. Instead of writing, instead of writing a demo to be like, okay, make sure some high quality weapons drop in World Tier Two or One, they just said, okay, we'll just escalate your path to World Tier Five. Um, but other than that, I mean, I tried to play earlier today, and it seemed like Xbox Live was down. Um, I don't know how long it was down, but, um, but yeah, but as far as Outriders, like they they've even tweeted. Um, that the end of, end of Thursday end of Thursday launch news update, and they have a thread and and kind of have something on Reddit. If you go to the Outriders Reddit, they're being very upfront with what the issues they're experiencing, stuff which I think is great. Um, but yeah, you're going to have some of your launch issues. But the thing is, is I feel like this has been like an extremely good launch compared to 
other launches. Anything from like, EA. Any, it, well, that, yeah, like, you know, this definitely isn't a Battlefield launch for, for darn sure, but um, yeah. they seem to be very upfront and open, and this is what we're having, and it seems like they do have some sign-in or login issues, but um, I'm sure they're hard at work, you know, fixing that. And, of course, if you have any questions or issues or anything like that you can always check their twitter and like i said their thing is on um out there on reddit right now so they have them even broken up by like platforms all platforms pc stadia (laughs) stadia issues so but yeah Uh, other than that i really don't have any feedback on it yet i um i'm actually kind of curious if I jumped in and started playing, like get past that point where I can actually, it's open for me to play. Can I join like you and not get completely crushed or, you know, is it, is it same thing like destiny too? Like, yeah, man, if your are fr- if your friends started playing two days before you did, or you had to go on a, a weekend or couldn't play for a day, you were left behind. Like, you had to grind to catch up and, and sometimes that's fun and sometimes it's not, but when it's this new, like, like what level are you already? You said your world tier six, like, but what level? I'm level 15. Okay. And what's max? Do you know that? I don't know, but I think there's an achievement for level 50. Okay. So, I mean, you know, it's like, I'm going to have to grind to catch up, you know, or something like that. Or if anybody, Anybody new wants to wants to start a game or, or something like that, like or start a different character. But yeah, so. But no, I'm excited to give it a shot for sure. I want to do it before it gets taken off games, game, game pass, not game, yeah. game pass. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. So. But is Rob done eating yet? Can he talk about what he played? Yeah, he's done. He's stuffed and I'm waterlogged because I. That thing made me drink like this huge glass of water. Anyway, so uh, I played, as Mark had mentioned, It Takes Two. Fantastic game. You know, it really reminds me of that gaming feeling you had playing uh, Max and the Curse of the Brotherhood when the original Xbox came out. You know, it's like, here's a game that was like so different. It looked really good. and it was just fun, and uh, I'm definitely look, looking forward to playing some more of that. <clears throat> I also played Octopath Traveler, so this is a game that came out last week. You know, it's one of your typical like RPG games that you know you would have, let's say, like on the Nintendo or the old Sega systems, right? Uh, I, would JRPG apply to this? Do, do you guys one? know? Octopath Traveler. Is that a JRPG game? But anyway, you know, it's uh, you play uh, a number of different characters. So in the beginning, you start off with one of, I believe, eight total characters, hence the Octo. And uh, each character has a storyline. And then as you walk around the so actually, let me just take a step back. So you, you pick a character. And then you play that character's story and you're leveling up your character. And it's one of those games of where, you know, there's storyline, you know, you hit uh, the A button to continue reading the next page, you know, think Nintendo, Zelda, whatever. 
And once you finish your storyline, you go out into the big world, right? And you go to different towns and so forth. And then in the different towns, you'll run into the other of the eight characters. And you basically band with them. You help them do their storyline now together. And then eventually you get to the point of where you, let's say you have all eight and you get to choose which characters you're going to be working with. And it's thankfully got a really nice fast travel system so that you don't have to painfully go through everything. Cause this is one of those games where things, you know, let's say like you're walking down a path, let's say from one town to another, then every so often, you know, you're going to get attacked. Like, like, you're walking, 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 and then you stop, and then the screen changes, and then you see who you're fighting against. It's like you know, old school Pokemon. Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, the the visuals in the game are stunning. I mean, it uh, they did such a nice job with the graphics, and it the the world is like this. I don't know if you would call it parallax, but so the characters are very sprightly right they look like sprites i would imagine from the old school uh gaming systems but the background graphics are phenomenal they're not those that are let's say like three bit planes and they all scroll at different speeds no this is more like i don't know a hundred bit planes and you know the front ones move faster than the back ones and it creates a really nice uh, visual and there's like all these sparkly effects it, it looks really good and i think hasn't this been hasn't this game been out for a couple of years now on pc i thought it came out like in 2018 or something octopath came out um in 2018 on the switch okay 2019 on windows 2020 on stadia and 21 on xbox all right yeah it's it's making its rounds <laughs> it's getting around and it is just considered an RPG, not a JRPG. Just okay. I know you were. Yeah, asking. I was looking that up. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a very nicely done game, and just by playing it, I can see that it's a huge time sink. You know, it's one of those that are gonna consume a lot of time, fair amount of grinding to level your characters up. But you know, who knows? Maybe it's worth it. I've done. I've gone through two of the stories so far, and I'm making my way over to a third character right now. But uh, and, and the bosses, the first boss was relatively easy when you're fighting him like all by your lonesome. And I start off with the huntress girl. I, f- I forgot what her name is, Hanat or something like that. And then uh, I went to Ophelia. That was the second one. And then I'm not sure who the next one I'm going to run into is, but um, you know there is a, a fair amount of grinding as you level your characters up. And then once I picked up Ophelia, and now there were two of us. You know, Ophelia started off as level one, whereas my character was like level nine ish, nine ten, something along those lines. Now I had to do a, I had to do a bunch of fighting to get Ophelia up to snuff because you know if you get the level two characters fighting, you know, they're going down right away and you're spending all your time healing them instead of fighting. But, uh, yeah, a really well done game. Uh, definitely give it a shot. It's in game pass. 
So it, you have Game Pass. It doesn't cost you anything. And then uh, also did a little bit of Fortnite and Wreckfest. We'll talk, uh, I guess, a little more about that later. So I won't say too much other than uh, it was fun playing on Friday last week with, uh, with everybody. And I think that is all. All right. So moving on real quick before we get on with the main stuff of the show. Just want to mention, however it is that you listen to the show, uh, find whatever rating system that they have on there. Give us uh, a five-star rating if you could or whatever system that they use. It's a great way to support the show. Usually, if uh, if you rate a show on there, it, help, it helps boost them and become a featured show within the ecosystem. And uh, we would definitely appreciate it. And was there anything else? Oh, we have a Facebook group. We usually mention this. In fact, we've mentioned it, I think, uh, a couple times already uh, in this show. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, just uh, find it on Facebook if you have an account. Ask to be a member, answer two simple questions, and you're in. It's that easy. And then, all right. Um, voicemail time before we continue with the voicemails I just want to mention that you can leave a voicemail it's super easy go to our website thisxboxlife.com click on the voicemail widget over on the side of the screen and leave us up to a 90 second recording on there leave us multiples if you like or you can send us an mp3 recording to contact at this Xbox Life and we have a voicemail this week from our friend uh, Cat Flap, 1970. And uh, you got it ready, Mark? Cue it up. Hi, guys. Cat Flap here from the UK. Uh, congratulations on your 600 show. I'm a little behind on podcasts at the moment. And also, congratulations on the trio being back together. It's great to hear you guys all back together again. Um, and uh, chatting between the three of you. At the moment, just finished Ghost Breakpoint, Wildlands, no, Ghost Breakpoint, the latest one. Uh, finished the game, done all the DLCs, now sort of pondering what to do next. Still waiting for Far Cry 6 to come out. Tried getting into Assassin's Creed OCOD, the Greek one. Um, the map is so huge, found it a little putting off. So vast, um, it's a little daunting to be honest to try and work my way through that game. Why I wait for Far Cry 6 to come out. Any suggestions of any similar games for about the Hitman 3? Still thinking about that, haven't pulled a trigger on it yet. Um, might have to though to keep me going until the Far Cry new game comes out. As always, chaps, great listening to you and uh, congratulations again on your historic 600 show. Thanks, Cat Flap, for that message. You, you know, guys, I remember seeing one of those videos that shows like the size of games, or rather, the the world within games. Have you guys ever seen those? They like, mm. yeah, they'll show like Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, like one, then compare it to I don't know, GTA, Valhalla. Right. And they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I remember 
um was it odyssey i think that was a greek one right yeah i'm pretty sure it was It, it was massive it was big and you know you don't have helicopters and boats and well i guess you have boats but not was odyssey was odyssey the greek one what was the what was the egyptian origin wasn't it origins was the uh egyptian odyssey was the okay all right because i remember in origins they did like a whole separate like not even a game it was like like an educational thing because they spent so much time and had so much information like on on the world and and stuff that they put in there but I, I, I do want to say, like, if he's thinking about getting Hitman 3, you know, and he's still waiting to pull the trigger or whatever, like, you definitely want to get that game. If, if you like the first two, you're, you're going like to like the third one. So I would definitely, I haven't, I, I, to be honest, I haven't played it yet, but I've talked to people playing it. Uh, play, you know, talked to Soul Assassin while he's playing it. And by the way, Soul Assassin says hello. And he's still, you know, the very first TXL gamer of the year. Just a reminder. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so he he's played it and, and just people talking about, I think it's either the first or second mission, which is kind of like a crime story type mission and stuff. You'll, you'll, you'll like it. So definitely recommend jumping in and playing it. If you're just waiting to play it, just go for it. So, and there's always outriders, right? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> What's like the best comparison to outriders? Would that be destiny too? Are they similar ish? Mm, there's, there's like a scope? lot of games. I'd say division. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. That's true. I, I still look at Anthem. The game yes. really reminds me of Anthem like um but yeah like a destiny division anthem gears kind of combo you just kind of take the best of all of that and put it in and that's that's what we've got with outriders yeah that's the one thing i want to look about that's what i'm excited to try for outriders just because um i'm a big destiny person i love destiny uh even though i give them a lot of crap um, because I do believe recently Destiny is kind of falling into the we're going to get you all hyped up and make it sound like we did a bunch of stuff, but really we just wash, rinsed, and repeated, and we sold you the same crap again. Um, yeah, I like like I said, I, I always like referring to the you know Fight Club scenario where they do the light, the doctor's lipo, the fat out of people, and then they steal it and make it into soap and sell their fat rear ends right back to them. Um, that's kind of like what I feel like Bungie's doing. Um, but it to me, I'm wondering if it is going to reach like that destiny type level of a game and kind of get out of that anthem, you know, anthem slash division. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. I love division and division two. Um, and I like the, I like the Anthem as well. Um, but they are, those games have a certain feel that destiny, that, that, that destiny has a different feel than all those games compared to each other. Yeah. And when I say destiny, it's like, yeah, I don't, it's not 
it's not the destiny portion is not the feel of the game right you know this is a yeah. very much more of a to me the your character movements more gears like it right. it feels heavier to not light um where i see destiny is your inventory like i'd swear they stole that right from destiny uh yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, every time I open it, I circle. keep thinking I'm playing Destiny. Yeah, the circle yeah. and even yep. the you you see your character and you got your weapons on one side and your gear on the other. Everything yep. looks like they ripped right from there. So, yep. you know, but it's again, that was a really good system. And then there's things that they've done with that and improved. Like you can you can go in and uh, when you see something you don't really want, you want to uh, scrap it. You just hit the Y button and then it counts at the bottom. Like there's there's a thing at the bottom shows how many green, blue, purple weapons that you have, and eventually legendaries, um, and it tells you how many you have in each rarity, right? And you can go in and just like like if I want to get rid of all the green stuff that is that is not equipped, you can just click that green box, and there's an option that says mark everything as scrap, and it'll yeah, mark it all good. as scrap. And then you just the Y button and kachunk, it's gone. Yeah. It's like, That's wow. Cool. Yes. It's it's like I've never seen that before. And like that is in a game like this, that's a that's a beautiful. Um yeah. but so that's... they they did, they took a really good part of a game and expanded on it, and made it better. Um, you know, the the loot drops and the the shinies, you know, that that's kind of I think where division comes in. You you see that kind of glowing line and in in the loot right you kind of see that um you, you know you've got that um and then gears with the the movement and the cover system um it's it's just again they're taking all these different pieces from different games i think putting it together yeah um a lot of the best pieces from from awesome games i mean the yeah. the cover system the cover system for for gears was by far the best ever and that's why a lot of it was copied and kind of taken from there um you know thing like splinter cell has a good cover system but like your loot drop icon ching like that's diablo yep you know that's yeah. where that kind of comes from and then also you're even the part where you know destiny you know it's inventory it it's clean makes sense <clears throat> and then like your delete all normals and stuff again that i go back to diablo on that you know you go to the blacksmith or to the guy and you just you just hit the gold button the green button or the blue button and it just cans all those levels or certain items and kind of breaks them down like all in one shot but uh, like, I, I want to make sure I'm not making it sound like Outriders isn't as good as Destiny or anything like that. But like, and I think it's really good to be grouped, right? Like for my playtime that I've done already, it's kind of like, you know, you go, you have a story, um, you kind of go from mission to mission, which is which is very, it's very Destiny like. But the thing where Destiny, I think, separates its way out of there. Is, and I know Division tried to try to do it too, but that's where the raids come in and like your many things like because Destiny is more copied from like, wow, World of Warcraft. Yeah. You know, like that's where that came from. And and some of these other games are also like that, but they don't go as deep into that kind of thing. So um, which I I don't know how you guys feel about this, but. I don't think games should be trying to be a destiny anymore. Um, 
the live service games or whatever. I mean, I like like I said, I'm still gonna play them and I'm gonna buy them and root for people if you if that's what your development group and company want to do. And some people just love those types of games, <clears throat> but I'm kind of getting to the burnt out section. You know, it's kind of like um, I don't need a battle royale game anymore. Um, and Battlefield Six, you know, they they some things were floating around for Battlefield Six, like, hey, there's a survey, and it asks, you know, do you like this and do you like this, and some of the stuff that they're asking in there, I'm just like, I hope that's not in there. I hope that's not in there. Like, I don't want a battle royale mo- or game. I don't even want that mode. <laughs> I want, I want Battlefield. That's that's what I want. I want Battlefield. I don't want. Warzone. If I wanted Warzone, I'd play Warzone if I had enough hard drive space. But, you know, I, I don't have uh, two uh, petabytes worth of data to install the one map. So I just want Battlefield and I want to and I don't need a. And it's going to have a single player story and Battlefield does not need a single player story. So that's just my thought on like, you know, this game here, Outriders, it sounds, you know, they they made their game and they took some of the best components out of out of a bunch of games and made their game. They didn't try to copy a game and throw a story in it, which is kind of where I feel like Anthem failed. You know what I mean? I, I think that's kind of the problem I think Anthem had. They it had like a uh identity complex. If you really, if you think, yeah, about I, it. I don't even think that I really don't. I think Anthem to me, Anthem, I think the backlash was that the dev said, here's what this game's going to be. And then they didn't deliver on that. Right. And, and I think the, the, the majority of the people that were really into it were really ticked off. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of turned their back on it. Now, someone like myself who I didn't know, like I didn't know what I was quote missing or what the game was told to be. I went into it blindly. I'm like, Ooh, this looks awesome. I went in and loved it. Oh, I, I, I absolutely love that game. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sad that it's gone, but I think, you know, there's still parts like, and it's like some of the loading screens, there's just like an art style. There's things that look like, and just, I think the movements, um, sometimes the movement, of your character in the game kind of reminds me of the way, except obviously you can't fly. Um, but you know, there, there are, there are things that I feel like they took from that game as well. Um, right. It, and for, for Anthem again, like I, like I said, like I liked it. And when I say an identity, I feel like they had an idea they were taking a lot of things from Destiny. I mean, you can see Destiny a lot in Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like what was happening is everybody's like, oh, you're just you're just copying Destiny. You're just copying Destiny. So they're like, oh no, we're not. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, what do we need to do to make it this not look like Destiny? I mean, even the hub world where you always had to walk real slow, you know, yeah. everything. It's like and and then it it was later that they put in that one area where you could just go directly to it, the hangar. I think it was called the hangar or something like that. Right. I mean, that should have been in there from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And it and I and I, to me, I liked the story. Like when you when it ended, I was like, okay, I'm I'm excited to get 
I want more. I want some more of the story. Like I'm, you know, and now I feel like it's just, it's never going to happen. Well, that's, I think the other, the other shoe that fell there was, so you brought out this game, you said it was going to be all these things. And then uh, most of that wasn't there. Right. And then it, then there was like no end game. Like they had this, what catalyst thing that they were going to add on. I guess they eventually did. I don't even know what it was. Like, I don't think I ever did it because I think it was just out. Like they kind of did it so quiet, but it was like they, they had this all of a sudden there was no follow up on the game. And then it was just like, oh, well, we're going to revamp it because we're getting all this bad press and people don't like it. And then it's like, well, we're just done. We're not going to do anything. We're abandoning it all together. And I'm like, yeah. this is a great game. And right. like your your javelins and the, the 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 combat was so good in that game and being able to fly around and all your, co- you know. So, again, like with with Outriders, there's your classes are very different, you know, and even in, in uh, Anthem, you know, some of them could they all could fly, but some were like the one I don't remember what I had, but I had the one that actually could stay in the air the longest. You know, some of them weren't, you had a timer, so you couldn't do it as long. And I think it was like storm or something that I had. And that one I could, I mean, I could had it specked out where I could pretty much stay in the air if I wanted to. Um, and you could even do your diving to cool off and keep you up there. But that was like a really neat mechanic that was fun to learn. You know, you could, you could really learn how to maximize that to, to, you know, to stay in the air and help with, your combat and as i'm seeing the other my javelins on the ground i'm flying around above them and shooting and it's just it added another mechanic to the game so it's sad to see that game basically being scrapped because i really believe that was a franchise that could have gone on i don't to this day i don't understand the hate or the the lack of interest from the gaming community it just seemed like such a great title yeah Um, and and bioware you know so so bioware needs to go do bioware things right and i and i think they took a shot i mean i think if there was going to be a anthem 2 or they wanted to put something on it or do something with it it needs to go to like respawn but i want respawn like ea needs to do two things right now they need to, <laughs> I don't, that's another thing. I don't know what EA is doing, but EA needs to kind of worry about a couple things right now, right? They need to worry about Battlefield 6 and they need to freaking let Respawn come out with the Titanfall 3. Yes, thank you. And, and, and those are the two things they need to worry about. Like, yes, you can do Madden and yes, you can do FIFA. By the way, people are starting to get very angry about those two games because they are just, carbon copies i mean and and all of a sudden ea is talking about getting back into ea or ncaa football which hey i'm i'm for that i love ncaa football but you know they haven't put a golf game out for a while and the golf games have been crappy and then 2k puts out a phenomenal golf game they go and buy tight you know they go and get tiger woods so 2k's next golf game is going to be tiger woods golf pga tour which is what EA used to call it. It used to be Tiger Woods PGA Tour, right? And then all of a sudden EA comes out and they're like, oh, we're making a new golf game this year. And it's like, oh my gosh, like just make Battlefield 6, 
and make Titanfall three. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then let Bioware go make uh, a, a dragon age or, you know, the game that they like to do and don't mass effect worry and... or, or mass effect, but yeah, because Bioware, Bioware is dragon age too, right? It's dragon age. Okay. So, cause I'm sitting there like, and, and people want a dragon age. We haven't seen a dragon age forever. Like we've had mass effects and I, I'll take a mass effect, but the last one was, you know, okay, crap, whatever. Um, but go do a dragon age, go do a Titanfall three, get a battlefield six out, you know, and just, you know, let we've been wanting those types of games for a long time and stop chasing. Like they're, they're just cha- like, they're chasing, oh, we need a destiny. We need a live service game. That which a lot of places are. That's what I was saying about the live service games to kind of come back full circle to that. What you know the, the thing is is when something gets popular, then everybody's got to make one of those games. Fortnite. Then we got Warzone. Then we got Apex Legends or Apex. Then we got um, you know, whatever other battlefield you know, five had its one in there and stuff like that. It's like, like, yeah, well, and there's some small ones that are actually kind of cool and clever, you know, don't get me wrong. I've played them and I've enjoyed them, but I feel like everybody just, companies just see that dollar sign. They're like, Oh man, you know, call of duty and Warzone. They're, they're making like the X amount of money, you know, so much money. We need a game like that. And it's like, well, yeah, Activision is known to rip off people their entire life and suck money from them. That's why they release the same game every single year. Um, And they're, they're getting ready just to trash the game that they just released. I mean, there's a new one coming already. You know what I mean? So just go, go make the games that people want to play, like take your time and do them right. And, and stuff like that. So I'm sure plenty of people will enjoy it as long as you're doing something that's not trying to chase the dollar, you know, the quick buck, they're trying to chase the quick buck basically. So. So I just realized we're not even into our discussion yet. <laughs> this was all, did we even answer anything? Cat flap mentioned we, we got seriously yeah. sidetracked, which yeah. is cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. We talked about the size of the map for like 0.3 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 we gave and and i talked about hitman like told him to go get hitman and stuff so but all right that's that's the fun part about these things like since there are just open discussions like a discussion leads into a discussion and you never know we probably won't talk about this discussion very long (laughs) well we can't till we start so let's see what happens So, Bron, this is yours. I'll, uh, I, or sorry, go ahead, Rob. Yeah. So we had uh, seven years of Phil Spencer, right? Potentially seven lucky years. I don't know. If you're superstitious or not. great years. Yeah. And uh, you know, he took the reins from uh, actually. So when would that have been? Two thousand fourteen. Twenty fourteen. That he. Is that March, March 31st, 2014. Okay. So 
originally when Xbox One launched, we had uh, what Don Metric. Okay, that's the only time you're allowed saying his name. Yep, that's right. We have to refer to him. Okay, the, the executive that shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, well, we're just. Uh, I'll just put it this way: we're lucky this is a family show because I got an awesome name for him. <laughs> so, but go ahead, Rob. Well, anyway, so Phil took over uh, after the huge Xbox One launch mess that we had. And there's been steady change ever since then. I mean, we've seen so much stuff come to the Xbox platform uh, during these years. You know, you could say that maybe some of it would have happened without Phil. Who, who knows? Right. But l- l- let's look at some of the stuff that's happened in the past. Uh, well, actually, let's say since uh, 2014. We've had games with gold. Right. So that's one thing that came out. Uh, they launched several additional consoles in the Xbox One line, both the Xbox X, I'm sorry, the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X, right? Both were a little bit different uh, than the original console. Unfortunately, Connect went away um, as part of that platform. But, you know, you, you got you to gotta do stuff, right? If it's not working... You can't just hang on to it forever because it'll just sink you. Okay, so we had we had that. We had um, the initial streaming, right, prior to xCloud. We had xCloud. We had Game Pass, which was massive, right? That was probably one of the biggest changes that I would think. Maybe it even eclipses the new console. I don't know. It's just such an amazing gaming value. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you guys can think of? Like backwards games? compatibility? Yes. Back compat. That's a great mm-hmm. one. And then all the additional features, right, that they're doing now, you know, that aren't necessarily uh, gaming. Yeah, they're not necessarily like console related, but, you know, like the frame boost. Um, yeah. Yeah all that other fun stuff yeah the the thing we talked about last week which was the the download what's what's smart their term delivery. smart delivery you know what's so big about smart delivery and all of a sudden it's like oh that's what's awesome about smart delivery yeah there i mean there's just a lot of things in general that Did you mention crossplay oh yeah that's a i good mean yeah. i think he almost single-handedly was responsible because he was the one that was like the first time I ever heard about it. He's like, this is what we're doing. We're opening yeah. up. We're willing to do this. And it was like, you know, he did it with Nintendo and then Sony fought it. And, uh, you know, Epic was like, oops, we accidentally flipped a switch to allow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that, I, I think, remember or was that, that rocket league or it was Fortnite, One of them. They're like, oops. Yeah, but, but basically everybody kind of forced it. I think Phil was really responsible for that. That's huge today. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. Oh no, no. I mean that's 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 a perfect thing. If you really think about it, and you, there's people other than in Phil Spencer and, and Xbox as well that kind of do this, but you know, with him in there, for one, if it was going okay, so we can't deny 2013 happened. We we all know that, right? Literally, Xbox was almost dead in my opinion with 
just the disaster that they were doing. And it was obviously led by a guy in a suit um, that didn't care about anything gaming related. And if he's listening to the show, which he's probably not, (laughs) if I'm absolutely wrong, I'll apologize. But I don't think he cared about gaming at all. And that's where Phil Spencer comes in, right? And I don't think without him and the people he has surrounding him, would we have all the things you rattled off and pushing gaming forward? And I think that's what Xbox has done in the last let's say three years more than anybody because the companies that tend to get their butt kicked in or, you know, your, your butt kicked a little bit tend to change things and push things forward. That's why we haven't seen much out of Sony, right? This last time they're, they're sitting back with their feet up. You know, and then Xbox is just boom, games pass, boom, we buy Bethesda, boom, we're, you never know, we're going to get Discord, boom, we bought Mixer and closed it because it it just wasn't working out. But you never know, we might have another streaming platform like boom, xCloud, boom, you know, it's like just, they just streaming on Android, Xbox on Androids, like what? Right. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, And the thing is, is like, it's just like, you need people or a group or a company to do that, or else we just sit here and get very little for a lot of money. You know, like if, if Sony wasn't around, Xbox could charge $800 for their console. And if Xbox wasn't around, Sony would charge $1,500 for their console. You know what I mean? And, and just the console that they have out now is by far the most powerful console that's ever been created. And, that's huge. I mean, it keeps everybody honest and, and competitive and it makes everybody better. But without that happening, we would see an entirely different gaming world today. We wouldn't have all that stuff you rattled off. But again, you would probably still have very siloed types of platforms. Like Sony is still kind of like fighting tooth and nail. I think I think Xbox is pushing them to actually go outside their norm and, and kind of embrace some things that I feel like they think they should as a company, right? Like release your games on PC and, and stuff like that. So the last seven years with, with Phil Spencer, just not, it just does not help Xbox, but it just helps everybody. And I think that's, that's the best part about it, but I'm done. (laughs) So here's a question for you guys. What do you think would have happened over these past seven years? Let's say if it kept going the way that it did. Let's say if Phil did not take over, let's say Matrick. Or I said half the name. If the prior guy still had the reins. Because didn't he take over from Balmer? Wasn't, wasn't it Balmer and then him? Yeah, I think so. No, Balmer was at the top of Microsoft after Gates. Balmer was Steve. Yeah, he wasn't part of Xbox. I I thought he had some decision making in it or something like that. Well, I mean, Steve Balmer was Xbox. I mean, Microsoft. So, yeah, he still, you know, had say just like Sadia does now. Okay. Yeah. Oh. 
What do you guys think would have happened? Any, any thoughts? I, 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 you know, honestly, Xbox probably would have been sold off. I know there was discussions before Phil came on about Microsoft dumping Xbox and selling it to be just to become its own company and no longer part of Microsoft. I, I think that's not too far off. I think those discussions were because of where it was headed. Um, it just, uh, you know, what the 360 was a great console. It it really propelled Microsoft, you know, in the Xbox, but the hardware issues really hurt that reputation, uh, which was bad for such an amazing console. It was so good. Um, and then the whole debacle with everything with Xbox One just, you know, and what the suit that Shinopi name did um, really hurt that reputation even more. And and Microsoft saw that and paid the price dearly. And I really don't think they would have survived. I think they really made a great decision with putting Phil in charge. And the the one thing that I think EA needs to learn from Microsoft, I like how Microsoft seems to have <clears throat> kind of gotten out of the way and said, Phil, this is yours. We're going to trust you. You know, if you've got good people, you've got to let them do their job. You know, get out of their way. You know, um, you can be a suit, but you got to have some faith in the people that are working for you. And I, I believe, you know, that's exactly what Microsoft did here. And it paid off big time. So. Yeah. One thing that uh, I was kind of thinking about. So when, after the launch, I had read that it was, so Xbox, the division was kind of like fragmented across different teams. So it wasn't like all led by one in terms of, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the marketing and, you know development and all the different cores it was like spread across different sections and and business that's never good right because at its worst you don't know what you know like one hand doesn't know what the other one's doing right there's lack of communication and so forth so that's definitely not good and the uh Satya Nadella at that time had just come on board if I remember right. So he was brand new and Microsoft is a behemoth. It is a massive company. I can't even imagine how long it takes to like get familiar with one aspect of the company, let alone to learn everything about, you know, the productivity part, you know, the, the cloud part, the gaming part, the peripherals part, right? It's hardware. It's R and D. It's just so much. And from what I read, it's like Satya really didn't get what was going on in the Xbox division. You know, I'm sure he probably came on board and saw this disastrous launch and like, look at what Microsoft does to their products. I mean, look at Zune, right? Groove. Look at um, um, Mixer. 
Microsoft Band. The list goes on and on, right? They have all these things, and they don't fall in love with any of it because it is a business to them, right? It's not a labor of love, as some people might think. And if, you know, one cell in a spreadsheet starts going under a different cell, you know, value-wise, dollar sign-wise, they will make the decision and they will cut. Like, look at what happened with Mixer just recently, right? They right. they brought on all of those streamers, what they paid that ninja guy, like millions of dollars yeah, to join. And then like just a couple months later, you know, they probably did, they ended the contract and you know that they bought their way out of it, right? It's, yeah. Surely. So, you know, Microsoft is not shy about cutting ties with something. And I really feel that it, if it probably, if it wasn't for Phil and the changes that he had started to make early on, they probably would have pulled the Dreamcast on it. You know, that's Dreamcast yep. came out and I think it got axed maybe like nine months. It, yeah. I don't it, think it even made year. a year. Yeah. It didn't even it make a year. And it was a phenomenal system. It was amazing. It was like almost ahead of its time. And it didn't matter. Yep. It didn't matter to Sega. You know, they had to make the hard decision and become like a software. They, you know, they got out of software company. They, you know, they got out of the hardware business. And Microsoft could have done the same thing. So I don't think that they would it would have happened immediately. It probably just would have dwindled. You know, that whole mess at the launch really just tanked the xbox one i'd I'd like to blame social media and some of the stupidity that was going on at the same time you know maybe it was warranted maybe it wasn't warranted but uh people didn't give it a chance and it suffered ever since and microsoft surely would have bailed on the platform or sold it off or done something with it uh, within a couple years yeah i don't i don't see so Yes, I, I was going to say it would have been the next Sega and, and, and with the with the Dreamcast and stuff. And and I don't think they would have sold off Xbox. I don't think anybody would have bought it because I feel like it was that damaged. Yeah. Um, plus, not very many companies can actually pull off a console. I mean, that's why we only have three. You know what I mean? Three. It's it's yeah the the big three and and the reason why we have the big three is for one, Nintendo was Nintendo. That's what they always did. They were there from the beginning, almost the beginning, right? And PlayStation came out of that um, because you know Nintendo could have signed a deal with PlayStation and they didn't, so they took it and made the PlayStation, right? And so you know, and even Sony has trouble has had tro- like money troubles with the rest of their division. It's almost like the PlayStation is keeping them afloat. You know what I mean? So wasn't it Xbox, like their insurance business was really like the big thing. I thought we talked about I, that years ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember, but, and, and then as far as Microsoft, the reason why they could survive to build a console is because they just have so much money. I mean, they have m- more money than anybody, you know, when it comes to that, so it would have been, you know, 
they would have been just like Sega. And the bad part about that is if, if you really sit back and think about it is they could, I guess at that point, sell off their IP, you know, maybe all the IP would have went to Epic or those developers could have bought their IP. Each developer could have maybe bought their IPs from Microsoft and then went on to make them, or they would have sat on their IP and just never released it. And we wouldn't have, any more halos or gears or just think of all the games we wouldn't have, you know, because, because of that. So, I mean, they really dodged a bullet. They really oh, yeah. did dodge a bullet. So, you know, they, they dodged that bullet and they stuck with it. And I think it's paying off now. Right. At least from how I see it, who knows how it shows up on the books, but, uh, you know, they've gone from circling the drain to the ones that are pushing innovation in gaming, yeah. really. Right. And, and, and again, Microsoft has so much money that Xbox isn't going to be going anywhere. They, they have a lot of money to throw around. I mean, it's, it's not even funny. Obviously, you look at what they're buying. It's just, you know, it's, it's not going anywhere. They're going to double down before they would sell it off now or get rid of it now. You know, they, <laughs> they'd they buy Sony before they'd get rid of Xbox. <laughs> so um, It'd be too expensive now, I think, for anyone to buy it. Well, yeah, yeah, very true. So, but no, I mean, I, I just, I'm glad they're still around. I mean, even though I play sure. a lot more on PC now, like obviously I'm an Xbox fan and I'm a gamer. I, I just feel, I don't feel like Nintendo pushes enough to keep kind of Sony honest and, and, and Sony is keeping Microsoft honest. You know, that competitive thing is what keeps prices down. Um, but it's, it's just so glad they're around, you know, that that's the big thing. Even if you don't, even if you don't own an Xbox or you're a main mainline PC person or a Sony super fan or anything like that, you, you have to be appreciate, you know, appreciate, that Microsoft's around. So then that way you can afford your $70 game and that it's not $150 per game right now. So, I mean, that's, that's the big thing. So back, like I said, backwards, I said backwards compatibility earlier, mm-hmm. yep. you know, now there's a patent just got released where Sony might, you never know. They might be releasing something soon. that says, Hey, their PS one, PS two, PS three games are backwards compatible. Um, even though we've heard for years backwards compatibility is stupid and it, and it doesn't really matter and we just want to play new games. I, I know those people won't care that they can play the entire back catalog of every PlayStation game, but some of us will enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's interesting that they've just managed to even maintain that. We'll call it like the top two or three ranking and like like in my mind right so you have like let's say the big three right sony microsoft and uh, nintendo Mm -hmm. nintendo like right now they're like niche almost you know they're they're like centered on the mobile platform and mobile i mean you can take the device around with you i don't mean sure 
so or handheld maybe that's a better way to put it you know their focus is on handheld it's been that way for a long time you know especially now that they have the uh the switch which i guess can go both but i'm really curious to see how many people actually even use it with the dock yeah. but and you know, and motion controls they're a big yeah. motion control that's but, true yeah yeah mm-hmm. maybe you could call it the gimmicky stuff i, I don't know but you know, definitely focused on the younger gamers. They almost have a lock on that, right? And but as far as the adult gamers, there's really only two options on consoles. I think you know, it's really PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to count PC because not a console. Um, PC series. So, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, no, you know, you're right. No, it's like, it's like, you know, they have the, those are like really the two options that almost anybody will consider. And, and you look like Atari, they just released a console after talking about it for a long time. What did it release? Like in February? I don't think it was any earlier than that. It was just recent. Is it, last couple is weeks it out already? I thought it was coming out. Yeah. It's well, I saw reviews of it and unboxings. I'm assuming that it's out, but what you just said is like key to this. It's like, you don't know, you don't know, you don't really care. You know what I mean? It's the average gamer isn't really interested in other options as cool as they might be. And that just shows the power of the two main platforms, Xbox and Sony. And the fact that Microsoft has been able to rise up to where they're at again after circling the drain in 2013 2014 and you know being the head of innovation that's me saying because they're pushing all this new stuff and then sony is really reacting to it but uh you know that that says something about what the company's done so they've been doing some stuff right and i'm not saying that being a fanboy or anything like that i'm just looking at what's been happening over the past couple months or years. Yeah. So the Atari VCS 800, uh, can be pre-ordered for release in spring 2021. And it is $400. Mm-hmm. No. So, well, I mean, well, you know, I'd that's $400. A, I'd rather spend 500 on a pair of bang and Olufsen headphones for my Xbox. Uh, well, <laughs> It, you, you know, you mentioned the switch, like there's rumors of that switch pro, which is supposed to have like what a better screen and it's going to have a, uh, okay. the, a new, yeah, new AMD chipper in it, the new AMD chip with DLSS in it and all that stuff to help like upscale everything. And they're like, so it's going to be just like, you know, the switch pro is what they're calling it. And they've never dropped their price of the switch. And they're talking about that might be $400. So it's like, who releases a pro version of your console and then ups the price of it $150? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone can, and, and can. That's the thing. Well, I know, but that's the thing. And you know, that's a company where, again, it's like people just blindly do whatever. And the thing is, like, well, okay, you're going to release that console. Well, what am I going to play on it? Oh, you're just going to put your same old games in it. Well, yeah, I'll just stick with the one I got. I mean... I've I've owned every Nintendo console 
you know, from at least from the Wii and the I got a Wii, a Wii U, and a Switch. I have them all. So it's it's just like, you know, you got to give me something to play on it. Like, what's the new features about it other than it's, you know, can upscale my small screen to make it look good. I mean, <laughs> it already looks good. So I, Mario doesn't look any better. <laughs> so. Oh, apparently the Atari is releasing at the end of the month, oh, according to GameStop. And it's a combo PC with Windows 10 and a console, which I would think it's just some kind of emulator or something. Oof. Maybe. Uh, I bet that's got to be how they're doing the old stuff. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i'll pass on i'll that. pass yep yeah and it you know looking at this thing it really reminds me of Ouya. i don't know if you guys remember that it was a kickstarter from i don't know about 10 years ago ish and it was a android gaming cube it was supposed to be this amazing thing and it was pretty cool for what it was um and ultimately, when it came out, you know, it ran, uh, you know, a whole bunch of Android games, and it had controllers and had its own little store, little ecosystem, and uh, you know, it lasted a couple of years and slowly like dwindled away. Eventually, they shut down. I think Razer bought what was left, and they just shut the store down. I don't know about a year ago. So, Atari should release that console but then they should also release like a launcher which i'm tired of on pc kind of like the epic store or steam Mm -hmm. which is pretty much the same os and the games that are going to be on that console and they should put them on pc as well if they're going to be special to like atari like if it's going to be like atari's hits and everything like you said emulating stuff they should honestly release that stuff to, to like on PC because what I see is they don't sell a bunch of consoles and then all of a sudden all those games and everything comes up on games game pass. <laughs> so calling it now Atari games are going to be on game pass before the end of the year. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. It's got uh, AMD Ryzen. CPU yeah, G- GPU and, uh, it's a Radeon Vega 3. Yeah. GPU. So. 100 uh, retro games. And I can tell you from playing one of those, you know, like those, um, those like flashback systems that they sell, like, yeah. in all the stores. 2600 ones. Yeah. 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 I, I know somebody that got the 2600 one and playing those games now is like painful, you know, like the tank game. And what was funny. So (laughs) the kiddos were running around, right. Uh, And, you know, they were interested. Oh, video game system, video game system. They had no interest in the games. They're the games were like, they're like, what the heck is this? This is garbage. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when you have games like adventure where it's like, 
a square like running around her spaceship is a triangle oh but yeah whatever well big thanks to phil and his team for everything they've done yeah yeah happy anniversary i hope he sticks around yes he can't leave <laughs> he can't leave that's what we're saying all right should we talk about Wreckfest? do it <laughs> <laughs> all right and this one's different this is gonna be difficult i think because it's not like yeah. because it's just a racing game like i don't it's racing it's demolition derby i mean you know i don't really know what there is to say about it other than you can you can race go-karts i mean you can race lawnmowers you can race buses uh combines harvesters couches (laughs) demolition in a couch was awesome Mm -hmm. um the the bus demolition derbies were cool i mean it was just it's really cool and to watch your car like be so smashed up and you know, I was chuckling at that when I was saying earlier about that one of the comments, like the guy was talking about his burning heap of trash, you know, going across oh, yeah. the finish line. It's like we saw that so many times, you know, in our in our play last week that it was just it's so fun. Oh yeah. There so I, I can make some comments on it and give my thoughts on it. So you know, playing the game, you know, I, I played a number of races solo before I started doing like the multiplayer thing. And, you know, th- the regular gaming experience was okay, at least for me. When I was playing it, I rather would have played Forza Horizon. Uh, I did think some of the physics were pretty cool, you know, especially like what happens to your car you know, one race around the track, the tires that are along the sides of the track, they're everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. They're flying. Yeah. They're on the road. It just shows that everybody's like smashing everything up. You see car parts on the road. I mean, that that's pretty cool. But as when it comes to the racing, especially like making the circuit tracks, man, I, I just wasn't feeling it. And the game for me really shined when I played with other people and you had that competitive edge where you know it was like the arena demolition maybe you know what let me let me rephrase what i just said the regular racing aspect of it was okay i mean even playing with other people but the arena stuff where you're in like that big uh open arena you're doing like the demolition derby or there's that one big uh was it like a crater in the middle that was like one of the last ones we played remember that one mark where you were the bus and yeah. the regular cars and we couldn't like <laughs> scratch you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like, those are fun when you're playing with other people. And I think also talking to the other people. Right. Is, is a big part of the game. I don't, I don't know if it would be as fun for me if, if there wasn't that interaction of just hearing people and I'm going to get you, you know, that <laughs> Like, oh, he's coming at me. Ah, oh, you missed. You know, it you know, outside of that, I don't know. It's it's a fun game. It's well done. It's you know, visuals, but as far as a racing game, I'd rather play something like Forza Horizon personally. 
Well, yeah, to me, this isn't a racing. And the game is called Wreckfest. So, I mean, it is racing designed to be you smashing into people. It's it's definitely not a, quote, traditional racing game. Um, And absolutely, I think playing this, I just didn't have a lot of fun single player because I played it as a as a racing game. And I would, you know, once I got past everyone, I just stayed in front. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to get first place, but, you know, it was kind of, eh, really wasn't. It's like, didn't feel like much different. And, um, but it was when we played that weekend and we did the figure eight races, which were awesome, mm-hmm. um, you know, crossing it. I remember I was on a lawnmower and on the last lap in the lead against all catch the cars. You. Which I I like, and the only reason I was a lawnmower is my my son was sitting there going, pick that, and I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna. I didn't think I'd have a chance. I can't believe that lawnmower just took off, but uh, I stayed in the lead the whole game. But in that last lap, we had stretched out enough that there was cross traffic at the figure eight, and I you know dodged like the one before it. And then the next time I got in the wreck, but I luckily was able to keep going. The you know there was someone else that took the brunt of that hit that collision mm-hmm. and i just got kind of nailed on the side but i was able to keep going and cross the finish line and win and it was just having everybody talking and joking someone at one point was going backwards just to mess with everybody <laughs> and it was it was just a tremendous amount of fun this is by far the best like demolition derby game i've ever played oh yeah it it absolutely is great so yeah, I remember uh, playing. Oh, what was it? Dem- Demolition Derby, I think was the name. I want to say it was on PlayStation, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, that reminds me of Racing Destruction set on the Commodore sixty four. Yeah, totally different game. Totally different game. Yep. But man, I just got reminded of that one. That was a lot of fun. I bet if I play it now, it's going to be garbage. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> it's got to be in the online. Nostalgia version. is only good, and nostalgia. Yeah ends as soon as you go back and engage with that item you're being nostalgic about then yeah it's gone so. oh yeah it's like when you can tell the kids yeah i used to play this game called racing destruction set it was amazing oh dad i'm gonna go look it up no 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 don't yeah exactly <laughs> please don't <laughs> so. oh man but uh okay so you know what Let, let's I have an interesting like rating system because I, I think we tried to rate the last month's game somehow. Here, here's a here's a new take on rating the the game of the month. We can say, will you keep it on your system or are you going to uninstall it? What do you think? Is is that a good? Un- yeah, I already uninstalled it. <laughs> okay. There's Brun's answer. It's how about, how about I've you thought already about removing it. Yeah. Um, just because there's there's like I, I don't even think Fortnite's gonna get my time right now. Like my youngest is upset because I'm not playing Fortnite with him because I'm playing Outriders. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I I just don't see myself going back to it unless we did another community night. Yeah. And right now we're gonna be doing Outriders as a community night, you know, or throughout the month. So I'll I'll probably uninstall it, but it it's a great party game, you know. Oh, for sure. That was absolutely fun playing that with everybody. And I would absolutely reinstall it if we had another group. 
I would absolutely put it back on and play it again. So, oh yeah, I agree. And and for me also, it's uh, not an immediate uninstall, but when I need space, it's probably going to go. <laughs> yeah. And um, right, you know, again, if if we get to let's say if we have the next uh, Friday night gaming night. And, uh, you know, we kind of did what we did last time where it's like, you know, we only played it for so long. Oh yeah. And then we played deep rock. I forgot about that as well. So Mark, you and I both played deep rock. That's great. Week. But, uh, you know, if we do switch games, it would definitely be in the, you know, if somebody goes, Hey, let's play Wreckfest. It's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So, you know, definitely fun in certain scenarios. Yeah. So, okay. All right, so uh, is that it for the discussion? I'm so, good. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, all right. What you got for us to Give us a list of games that we can buy and play. Okay, Rob. <laughs> Sorry, Rob, I cut you off yeah. with the music. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, on to this week's retail releases. <laughs> mm-hmm. You were a little too quick on the trigger key. I've, I've tried to get us through this. <laughs> My kids are waiting for me to be done so we can go watch a, a movie. They're standing there, like, arms folded, tapping their feet. Giving me the evil eye. Yes. Okay, let, let's do this quick. All right, there's 12 <laughs> things. Now let's do four at a time, right? We go once through and we're done. Okay. All right. First up is I saw Black Clouds. This one came out on the 30th. It's X- Xbox One X enhanced. It's in and I can't talk. Man, that pizza is like messing me up. It's an interactive psychological thriller with supernatural elements. And it does look like it has some like uh you know, actual video, yeah. Live action. So. yeah and uh oh, i think i remember hearing about this one yeah it's got this uh blonde lady in it a bunch of other people anyway so there's that we have narita boy this is uh already in game pass yeah because it came out on march 30th we were seeing it uh the other day it's a uh, become symphonic narita boy it's a radical action adventure as you play a pixel hero uh trapped as a mere echo within the digital kingdom and there's c14 um, uh, sorry that that one i saw black clouds that actually is a completely live action cinematic interactive psychological thriller that was filmed in the uk oh wow okay I wonder, is that something like, uh, remember Dragon's Lair or something like that? You know, where you, you like make choices and it just branches off. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Then uh, on the 31st, or this was yesterday, it's C14 dating, optimized for Series S and X. You play as Melissa Flores, a third year anthropology student participating in an internship um 
forge friendships and find romance. So I guess it's one of those. Dating sim type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's one more, right? Yeah, one, two, three, four. And then there's Escape from Life, Inc. On the 31st, Xbox One X Enhanced, so it's already out. It's a story-driven platformer. All right, next. Radon Blast on the 31st. Uh, this is you break bricks by using the ball. Arkanoid. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Brick breaker, him. Yep. Um, so there. Squad Killer, also on the 31st. This puts you into control of a retro arcade experience with a little modern flair. Is it Peggle? Is that a bunch of uh, no, not even close to Peggle. Um, it's a pixelated two-tone style. Um, just You can adjust the color palette, between choose between multiple multiple play modes, purchase upgrades, and overcome unpredictably shuffled stage order with each run. I don't know. Um, then we have on the first today, Akalicia. Akalicia. Um, save the princess, become rich. Um, to get all the treasures, uh, you got to use a shotgun to fight off hordes of monsters, sneak through devious traps, and reveal a few secrets. It's not just a normal character. It's a hipster with a shotgun. Sure. Mm. Yeah, whatever. She's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, the only thing that even matters on this list came out today. <laughs> this little, this little tiny indie game. Uh, it's Xbox Game Pass. It's optimized for Series X and S. It supports smart delivery. It's a title called Outriders. I don't know if you heard of it, but combining intense gunplay with violent powers and an arsenal of increasingly twisted weaponry and gear sets. Outriders is a one to three player co-op RPG shooter set in an original dark and desperate sci-fi universe. As mankind bleeds out into the trenches of Enoch, you'll create your own Outrider and embark on a journey across the hostile planet. With rich storytelling spanning a diverse world, you'll leave behind the slums and shanty towns of the first city and traverse forests, mountains, and deserts in the pursuit of a mysterious signal. Uh, I, I don't I, know what they're talking about. This supposedly came out today. I read this book in grade school. My son is reading it now in <laughs> middle school. I I'm sitting here thinking like the game we've talked about on multiple shows and at least for an hour total in time. And we're trying to hurry and get through these things. And Mark reads the entire. I know, right? Thing where we try to like, <laughs> we try to, we try to make short little, we try to make short little things, and he adds it like a cinematic trailer <laughs> for, the, for the thing. I'm like, so, um, yeah, the Outriders is out. Uh, it, all right, so consoles near you now. <laughs> uh, the number one pronounce- game of the week. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Middleborg, City of Mages. Um, it says, collect resources and get ready for Tempests. Keep guards on the walls and mages on the towers. Do, uh, do you execute or pardon? Spend uh, repairs, upgrades. Power is a heavy burden. I'm trying to figure out, like, what kind of what game is, is that? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to... Chaos does not sleep and besieges the universe. 
I don't know. Because it doesn't really give it like a thing. I was, I was kind of wondering if it was like a um, tower defense type thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, even the screenshots of it uh, doesn't help. Yeah. yeah, but all right. Well, that is uh, that comes out uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, also, tomorrow is Papa's Quiz party game. Papa's Quiz is a party game for eight to one to eight players. Use phones or tablets as controllers and complete in multiple question types. So, um, and then Stormfront, the Mutant War. My gosh, like how many dashes and coolins are in this title? But One of uh, each. comes up, yeah, comes out April second on uh, Xbox Play Anywhere. It uh, the year is nineteen eighty four. It, it looks like Contra, but it's top down. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So um, train station simulator also on April 2nd. And that does not need an explanation. Be a creative engineer. <laughs> so but cool. That's it. Cool. I was looking up uh, gameplay for that. Middleburg thing. Middleborg. So you know how in the screenshots it's got that city? Yeah. View. Uh yeah, that's pretty much about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looks like you're just doing stuff on that city with buildings and gotcha. Won't matter. We won't be playing it. <laughs> yeah. We'll be busy with that little indie title called Outriders. Yeah, it, yeah, it's man, you know that thing's got some wicked pixel art. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's it uh, for the show here. Thanks to learned your lesson for the music. I am Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. Uh, I am Brun BJ Swick three. Have a good night. I'm Mark AK Wingman seven oh nine. Taking off.